0: where we talk about the music that changed your lives and ours. We have been away for a little while, and we're glad to be back. I've been very busy. It's uh, the time of year where I'm working on my garden, so I don't have lots of time other than growing some vegetables. With me, as always, is uh, my co-host and my brother, Rob Wagner. What's up, Rob?
1: Ho, 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 Green Giant over there, yeah. <laughs> We're finally back in here recording stuff for y'all because he's, he's got his vegetables under control.
0: Yep, 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 yep. So what 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 have you been doing the last couple of months?
1: Um, the same thing like a single dad always does is feed kids and feed kids and give them money and they're out of school now. We went to you know.
0: Yeah, sometimes I wonder why we ever try to start a podcast between kids and uh, yards I and why I homes. kids. And. kids. <laughs> 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 right. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. No,
1: no. I'm, I'm being, they're great. No, we love our kids.
0: Yeah. Um, they're, they're 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 great when they're great, and when they're not great, they're not great at all.
1: Hey, they're a legacy. Hopefully, they'll just keep on going, and, and we're long forgotten. So. Look,
0: luckily, none of them are very small anymore. Yeah. Those were the really hard days. I thought as as hard as it is raising teenagers now, i I'll go through this to not go through the the first. You know, five, six, seven years when everything is new and hard. Yeah. It cracks me up on Facebook when you see these people that, you know, we had kids. We didn't have them really early, but we had them earlier than most of our friends, and it cracks me up. We didn't have Facebook when our kids were little, but I see these people who do. We didn't have
1: lots of things when our kids were little.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're talking the late 90s, early 2000s, and, you know.
1: Like, I just got a cell phone, like, Six months before Sarah was born. I didn't
0: get my first cell phone until 2003.
1: But it was a, it was one of the big gray flip down, orange screen crap things you couldn't read anything on. Yeah, it.
0: my credit was too bad back then to even get a cell phone, yeah. so I didn't have one until 2003. Oh
1: yeah, and that's where you're like, hey, I'm on my way home by, and you hang up. You don't say anything else because it's like, oh so yeah, expensive. but you're on a
0: timer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so yeah. much change now. We carry super computers
0: around in our pocket and all the world's knowledge. Oh yeah, the history of the world's in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep, so anyway, yep, that's what me and Rob have been doing. We've been just living life and had to um, take a hiatus earlier in the podcast than we wanted to. And part of that is because, A, you think you know what you're getting into, and B, you don't.
1: And then C, you finally say, man, I need to, we need to do that. To have a little release. Well, we there. were just, uh,
0: yeah, we were we were waiting on getting the studio space because my daughter was in here, and this is kind of a common room, and we were on the front porch talking, and I was like, "Man, we got to get in here because we waste too much time off microphone talking about cool stuff."
1: I know. I'm like, put put just put like a. Just an omnidirectional microphone on your porch, and then later just come back in and edit the crazy stuff we say out there.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Robbie about last night. I recorded with um, Pods and Sods again with Eric Miller on um, his multifaceted and now hugely popular and just um, in in my mind, in a lot of ways, groundbreaking for uh, music podcast. His six pack stuff, where he and two other people. Take two songs each from an artist and just sit around and talk about it. And last night we did a Queen episode. And as always, Eric, thank you for having me, and thank you for. I know we're gonna do it in the future. We're we're trying to plan another one. And thank shout you for out, Queen. Yeah, thank you for letting me be on a Queen episode. Um, unbelievably great. And just shout out to Pods and Sides, like they've been good to us uh, as far as. Letting me be on the cast and talk about our um, our podcast and just good guys. Speaking
1: uh, of the six pack, we always talk about this. What are you drinking? Oh yeah,
0: man? yeah. We always have a beer when I we do I think we're this. drinking the same thing tonight. Uh, no, we're drink we're drinking the same brewery, but not the same beer. I actually got another one. Yep, well, I've got I'm I've got the Sweetwater IPA, which is a go to a standard. Why am I on that our,
1: one now? No, I finished the G fourteen. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh okay, so you're on the same thing, but yeah, you were drinking that G thirteen that smells like weed.
1: Oh yeah, but it's but it's good.
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: My I'm I'm on the the good old standard. There.
0: E- easily my two favorite beers right now. If I'm going to have anything in the refrigerator, that's what it's going to be. Bank I'm,
1: for your buck flavor. It's micro. I consider it still like microbrewery, brewery, but you can buy them at a gas station.
0: I'm also um I'm also kind of into these hard seltzers now. I've been buying those a lot. The the White Claw and all that. It's like,
1: I've seen those. Are you really doing that? Is that
0: they're good. Especially when it's like today, where it's 93 degrees outside, five percent alcohol, carbonated, seltzer water, uh, grape grapefruit flavor is what I like. All right,
1: I'm going to explore that. Yeah, I've got is that one. one. You can take to the tennis courts too, like
0: you could. I've got one in there. You can try when we when we finish well, you know, up I here. know,
1: I go play on Sundays, and they always bring it's you know Rob and his brother Dave and their dad. It's really cool. He's like 62. We're up on the mountain there, playing at the uh, Gate City Country Club tennis courts. They always bring a massive cooler. Fancy. It's a massive cooler full of like really cheap light beers, but they're good. You know, yeah. you're drinking a hundred calorie light beer, and they're super cold. And
0: well, when it's hot, I don't, I don't want a big old goopy, thick. Oh no, we really sweat crazy them out beer immediately. with lots of alcohol. You don't
1: even get a buzz. I mean, you yeah. s- you sweat it out immediately, but it's fun. Yeah. But a seltzer would probably actually be refreshing in that situation.
0: Yeah, I'll let you try one here in a little while. Cool. So, we're here today because this is a subject we've been wanting to do since we started the podcast, really.
1: Really should have already. Uh,
0: probably. It should have been one of the first first ones, but that's okay. Uh, Robbie and I have been in a cover band for about 15 years now. We've not played live in, in, in a, a year or so. Uh, we, we're in a kind of a weird hiatus there as well but we're in a
1: holding pattern the airport's forward. we are
0: we are we're trying to get back out there right now we got to find somebody to play some drums for us everything else is is pretty much covered uh we're going to bring back a a bass player that played with us a few years back that wants to play again and he's really he, good he's really good he fits well with us and but anyway so today we're going to talk about being in a cover band um, it's, it's, uh, more interesting than you think that it is. Uh, first of all, let's just, let's start with a little bit of history and Robbie, if you want to kind of start at the beginning and say a few things, I'll just jump in.
1: Okay. I'm, well, what I'm going to give you is what I remember. Okay. Of the beginning of it, which you and dad were already players. You were already playing. Richie already was a guitar player. Dad's always, our dad has always been a guitar player for years. And actually toured and played.
0: More than 50 years now.
1: Yeah. So you got him back playing with you at church. Yes. Because he hadn't played in forever. And then, you know, he comes back and starts playing. Praise (laughs) Jesus. Hallelujah. And then the (laughs) best part is, is when he got back, we're like, wait. He never forgot that stuff. He's still really good at
0: it. Yeah, he wanted to make everything so rock and roll, right? At church. Oh, and yeah. he did. He the, the church we were at when we first started playing. Oh,
1: he brought the glory fall, you know, people falling out because of the rock, you know? Yeah. But so they're like, Richie comes to me. He's like, Me and Dad are thinking about doing a band, you know? Like, I'm like, Well, I'm like, You're already in the. Ch-. He's like, No, we're a, a band band, like, that plays, like, Rock music and whatever we like, and go out and play in public. I'm like, that's awesome! I can't wait to go see y'all do it. I'm like, good luck.
0: I'm like, no, but I'm like, you're you're gonna be the singer.
1: And I was like, no, you said no. First, you said you're going to be in. I'm like a tambourine or shaking the egg. What am I going to do? I'm going to be the goober up there doing nothing. And he was like, no, you're going to sing. I was like, "Ah, I've never done that before.
0: Yeah, but I grew up with Robbie. Same bedroom. Listen to the same music hanging out listening to music in the car I knew Robbie could sing and yeah
1: at this point I'm like 30 years old and I'm, I'm like uh
0: right yeah so yeah you're 30 and I'm 32 when we started that whole deal yeah
1: so I was like all right I was like I'll do it didn't really even tell my at then wife I'm like I'm like we're just going over here and just jamming a little you know just having fun with my dad and my brother and she's like oh that's great and you know so we started playing and then we found a bass player then we found a drummer and then next thing you know, I go to her, I'm like, um, actually, we're getting ready to like go out and do a show. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean go out and do a show? She's like, you were just jamming. I'm like, well, we've jammed our way to 50 songs and somebody's going to pay us to come do it live. Right. You know, and then after that, we never really kind of stopped after that. And, yeah. Because that's the whole thing was, I was like, this will just be us dicking around and having a good time, but nothing will come of it.
0: Yeah. It, that's kind of how I thought it was going to go, too um
1: but people gave us money we've, we've we've made through the 15 years there's been a lot of money paid for our goofiness up there so.
0: i mean we've had to play a shit ton of gigs to make yeah a good de- decent amount of money because that's one of the things about being in a cover band especially a local non-touring uh doing the bar the bars and the animal clubs if you don't know what an animal club is you're talking about the eagles the elks the moose you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're going out as five guys, water you're going out as five guys and a, a really good night is 400 for the whole band. Yeah. So. And then
1: sometimes, you know, we would knock it out of the park and make, you know, like a thousand dollar payday for everybody, but
0: right. And even that didn't feel like enough, but it was no, good not one. for
1: what goes into it, but still I was like, Oh, they're paying me to hang out with my bros here, you know, and have a good time.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, um, what I always say, and I'm saying it a lot right now especially when I go out and see a local band is I would rather be the guy up on stage playing and only making enough to pay for my dinner and my bar tab than to not, than to be in the, the crowd watching.
1: Right. And, and, critiquing them like we invariably yeah. do
0: yeah i mean we we never did it for money but i will say that they're you know in in that run in this 15 year run i've i've been unemployed a couple of times by layoffs and you have too and
1: we had that, a couple of good years i mean i think one year i know i brought down like fourteen thousand five hundred bucks in a year and that's yeah, not I mean, good that's not bad for a yeah, second job
0: I don't, I don't remember what years those were but they were around like oh nine and ten i think we were the house band once at a, a at year. a lake place. That was
1: probably that year because if we weren't there, we were we booked the band and we played somewhere else. Yeah, and we only took gigs because we knew we would make good money there. So
0: yeah, so it's it's always pretty cool when you get to do something fun and get paid. Yeah. but generally, we were never getting paid. No,
1: generally it paid paid for the transportation there to haul all of our equipment there and then you yeah. know. Yep. Usually what? An eight at bare minimum an eight hour work day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the first song that we ever learned as a band? I, I know it. It
1: was John Cougar, wasn't it?
0: It was. Was but it wh- Small Town? <laughs> it was. Now, I'm pretty
1: good on that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think the whole reason that ended up happening was because I was mostly playing acoustic guitar then yeah. because of church. Yeah. And I had to come up with something easy for us to just Well I kind think when of, we first
1: started Dad was playing the bass.
0: He was, it, yeah. When we first started, and it was, and it was just us jamming around, yeah. right? And he was playing bass, and I was playing acoustic guitar, and, and we had John on drums, yeah. Yeah, and that was about it.
1: But I was like, we're going to need a lead guitar player. And I'm like, we have one. He's like, well, y'all want to hire a lead guitar player? I'm like, well, we're going to no, hire a bass no, we're going to hire a bass
0: player, and you're going to play lead, Dad. Shut up.
1: Then when we got the bass, when we, Chad, when we <laughs> got Chad, bass player, yep. who was he was good, you know, he, he was at least able to lay it down and get the songs moving forward and then Dad got over there and then that's when it really kind of became a real thing with yeah, all it, those
0: pieces. It started happening but yeah, we did start out with, which is just the oddest song ever that our band wouldn't have started out with but, I mean, it's just what it was.
1: Well, we could get through it with what we had. I mean, we
0: were still playing it a year ago when we when we when we quit. I mean, it's it, it's it's almost sentimental at this point. It and pl- is, and,
1: and a lot of people who've heard us through the years are always like, "Hey, do that small."
0: Thing yeah, because it kind of fits, you know, here in East Tennessee and all that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the next thing I wanted to kind of go into though was, um, and we started kind of talking about it was like the hardest parts of being in a local cover bar band. I think a lot of people maybe feel like, oh, they're just some guys that play some music. It's not that big of a, it, it, it's not easy.
1: No, there's, you know, anybody who's done it can tell you it's really hard to get, for one thing, that many songs together.
0: Yeah, because you're playing four hours. Four hours. You're doing four sets. Four, four sets. In
1: most places, you're doing four you sets. you
0: got 10 to 15 minute breaks, so you've got to have 40, 45 songs.
1: And we, and plus, we wanted them to be good and... Accurate and sound good. and
0: Which know. leads me into, I waited this long to even say what the name of the band is, but we, we, we always strived to make these songs sound like the song so that people recognized it. But we also put our own little twist on it, and yeah. that's that's how we got our band name, which is Altered State.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: you would know what the songs
1: were, but we also did what we had to do to make them good with what we had. Yeah and you know which we never changed keys or we didn't do all that we stayed true to like the keys of the songs and stuff we learned them the hard way it was
0: always it was always in the same key it was always in the same chord progressions the melody was always the same
1: no if we were going to learn something richie's like can you sing this sing it to me can he's like okay we don't have to change the key you can sing it in that key." yeah we
0: never changed the key because you're a pretty good singer so
1: you know you're like oh yeah you can do that okay but you know a lot of cover bands they have to change that kind of stuff around but then uh, after that though you know we always dad always kind of did his own takes on solos and sometimes it could be different each time but in the vein of the song yeah
0: but you know it's uh, a lot of times cover bands get um kind of a bad rap because they're they're doing somebody else's music and um so like a lot of the local original bands kind of look down on you and Sometimes would even try to sabotage your your you know even getting gigs, but it's way easier to play your own music because you have created it. It came from your mind, your hands, uh, your your voice. Um, Playing playing cover songs well is is not easy. No, if you want them to sound recognizable and like the songs that the people that are you know out there listening to you the way they remember them to get it there is not easy.
1: Yeah, cuz you're interpreting to a degree, but you're also you're having to kind of hold up a end of a bargain for those people who are there listening. So. Right.
0: And 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 our our credo, if you will, and and it was usually just how me and you thought about things. Uh that's that's wavered over the years and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but our credo always was we were out there to um play some songs for some people that worked hard all week and they're out on a friday or saturday night to have a beer and hear music that they can sing along to
1: well you know it had changed so much even it was already starting to change then where people it's cheaper to stay at home and do this watch this do that so we knew when people came out when there's a couple out there or people who always came i'm like they've made a commitment you know a pretty good monetary commitment especially if they paid a cover to get in right they they would buy food they would have a bar tab you know so they may have made like a hundred dollar commitment to us possibly sometimes to be there that night for four hours Well, depending on
0: how much they drank for sure yeah yeah Yeah.
1: you know and absolutely and we're like hey that's the kind of people we want to encourage them to keep coming out and make sure they when they got home the next day and they woke up they're like man that was awesome yeah we that was money well spent and a memory and a weekend made so of course
0: another part that that most people that show up to to see a show that um some people think of this but a lot don't is everything that it took for us to get there to get unpacked to get set up play the show and then break it all down and 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 travel back and We never traveled long, long distances, but I mean, upwards of two hours travel sometimes.
1: And always in mine and yours case, we had families. So we We had had wives and we we had had, had kids and we had minivans
0: and we didn't didn't have a trailer and we didn't have a box hauler and And we all had day jobs. Yeah. So So if we
1: got a Friday gig, it was like bust your hump to get off work as quick as you can. Then go to go to go to where we kept all of our equipment, loaded up, sometimes in at least two vehicles, until we, you know, we, of course, we had the nice little run there with the big Beauville van, but yeah, that yeah, until it died, but yeah, but hey,
0: basically, we've spent most of the time with a couple of minivans and a prayer,
1: yeah, and I mean the last several times it's like uh, we have a all Tacoma pickup, some of it in my Tahoe, and then the rest in whatever, yeah sometimes two pickup trucks when james is with us yeah
0: yeah i'm like hope
1: the weather holds because we're that stuff's in open air in the bed of of a truck
0: yeah some of that stuff's not covered yeah dad's back there
1: he's like hey uh, y'all look to weather boys you know hey that's expensive stuff
0: (laughs) yeah so you know i don't want to dwell on all the the hard stuff and 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 there were other things you know um, disputes with um, the bookers, disputes on money that you agreed to
1: disputes within the band uh
0: disputes oh all the time ex-wives
1: making people say me or the band and uh,
0: or in our previous marriages like
1: yeah that well, that's what I'm talking about with me yeah. yeah
0: they're while we're married and it's it's yeah there there were lots of different moments um you know lots of lots of arguments with the people that are paying you which should never have been a thing but when you're in a local band that's you know a, a place that's running so many people through and there's never contracts we didn't we we uh, we might have done one or two contracts ever i think i remember for some festival maybe in sir going yeah. i think we signed a contract on that but we never had contracts we were just a bar band and then you would you would run into people that ones full days, that was right. We had yeah. not sign
1: a contract. We all had to sign that. Yeah. But that was, what was the bass player's name? Because he was only with us for like one or two shows. Dave.
0: Uh, no, I think John Allen was with us then.
1: No, it was the guy.
0: Oh. Dave. It was that, I, he's never going to listen to this and nobody he knows not, it. it yeah. but Dave Dinsmore. David Dinsmore, yes. Uh, it was, was like, he That played, was his first show. It was which his, he was
1: a fantastic player. It
0: was his first and then there was one more and then that was it. Yeah. It was done.
1: But he so. had stuff going on in his life, and he didn't realize when he came with us that when we said we actually play out, we actually play yeah, out. The, he thought it was just going to be like hanging out at the house, yeah, know, at relaxing the time, for an hour and playing, drinking
0: a beer. Yeah, at the time, we were every weekend. Yeah,
1: and then we're like, okay, so here, Dave, we have this. He's like, well, I, I can't do all that. I'm like, well, we told you that when you said you'd take it. But yeah. And you get stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's not a knock on him.
0: Yeah. It's just the reality hit him. All right, let's... um. Let's let's move on from all the hard stuff and we're going to go into what are like the best parts the of being in a parts. best parts of being in a local cover band. So, for me, one of the best parts about doing this, especially locally where we grew up, is um the fact that we could involve all of our friends. And uh you know, there's 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 nothing better than being in a crowd of, you know, 50, 60, 100 people and you know 20 to 30 of them are people that you know and grew up with and experienced and and this is in the vein of audio that yeah. experienced the same music that you did growing up and now you're playing it for them
1: now can i piggyback and segue off of that because yeah that's that's the best part is you're like always hoping certain people your friends are going to be there you know who, who are like we never knew you guys that way, and then they get to come out and see yeah, cause us. Yeah, because we that were sports way. guys yeah. in high school.
0: We didn't play. We didn't play music. We weren't
1: in talent shows or did anything. No. you know. No. No. They're like, we would have been least likely to be in a cover band than we are when we're like old men, adults. Yeah. Right. But. <laughs> if, segueing if, away from that is the, new people you meet.
0: Exactly, and that was actually one of my next most not not just the friends, but the the friends that we've made along the way. We have made so many friends. And, and just and,
1: people who become so loyal to your band,
0: yeah. And I won't. I mean, I won't call them close friends. A few of them have actually become close friends. Oh, yeah. But but um, yeah, you you broaden your acquaintances. You um, you 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 meet people that are have similar kind of you know musical taste. And a lot of times, especially in East Tennessee, you have to leave it there because you don't want to get into right religion Anything or else, politics yeah. with those people. No, they but, just
1: want to. Co- the big part was people wanted, they're like, we can dance to what y'all are playing. It was musical fellowship. Like yeah. And, you know, you have somebody where you're like, we would have a show. We've had shows where we're like an hour and a half, sometimes hour and 45 minutes away from where we normally play. Yeah. And you look out there, and I'm like, Holy crap! There's such and such, and they drove an hour and forty five minutes because that's yeah. where we were
0: playing, and they wanted yeah. to hear us. And there were people that we've just met through the band, not people we know. Um,
1: you want to talk about a commitment? Yeah, I would. I like a lot of local bands, but I would not drive as far as we've been sometimes that people have to watch yeah. us. And
0: I'll say that we did a really good job with not being egotistical about that either. We were.
1: Oh no, it's my favorite part in between sets, going and hanging out. With we them. were,
0: we were stunned, and we were. Just, I can't believe that these people like us enough to... Travel. Hey, they, they would heard, travel. They heard that we're playing two hours away, and they d- weren't doing anything else, and they came to see us. And
1: No, they actually made a plan. They spent a lot of money on gas. Yeah. They spent four hours of driving time sometimes to come see us. Then they spent three and a half hours there with us, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. One, one of my other favorite memories, and it goes under this, you know, best parts of being in a band. My 20th high, sc- high school reunion... Um, we, we didn't, we didn't play the actual reunion because they had a DJ, but the Friday night before it, you know, the, the reunion was on Saturday and I feel like I'm like really tongue tied today. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. But the Friday night before everybody went to, you know, they go to the high school football game. Of course we didn't go because we were setting up for a show. And so we were doing I kind was of in a, Memphis
1: if we remember this yeah. yes,
0: you were you were for work and I didn't know if you were it at one point it didn't look like your plane was gonna get back quick enough but you did you it it just like worked out like it does in the movies you know
1: no I pull um, No, my plane landed triceps off of the worst flight I ever had that from that point forward for the next several flights made me terrified yeah flying. so so I get off and you know my now ex-wife is there see the hug the kids she's kind of mad she's like you've been gone for five days and she's like opens the trunk and there's my rock and roll clothes and i'm literally change out right there and yeah and she has to drive me to the show and i just got home i'm like well i'm like it's gonna be a good show we'll get some money and
0: right well for for me that you know i i didn't even care about money that night but i was i was on the little committee to plan this 20th reunion even though i was i was not involved at all in student government or any of that stuff but You know, I was one of the people that's still around town that can get in touch with lots of people and whatnot. And they're like, yeah, we should do like a pre-party Friday night after the ball game. Do you have a place you can, you know, have it, you know, get it booked? And I'm like, yep, I'll take care of it. And I really did not expect very many people to be there. But I think we had, I think I counted over 50 people that I graduated with.
1: Woodstone is our home base. Then you had the other people who were coming anyway.
0: Right. Right. I mean, we had a, that was back in the days. That this For those of you who are not from around here and might be listening, there's there's this place called Woodstone Deli here in Kingsport that has done live music for decades. And uh, for the longest time, it was kind of our home base. It was like, you know, we weren't um, like the house band there, but we played there at least once a month and got really big crowds. And it was just, it was a place for us to do our thing.
1: Yeah. And they've like, they're like you do your thing. They're like we know what y'all do and we trust you. But
0: it was so much fun for me. Lots of good memories. Yeah, it was so much fun for me that night because it, like you said earlier, these people grew up with us and we were not doing music. We were you played baseball, I played basketball and you know if 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 anybody pigeonholed us in high school, even though me and you were uh, there's no way to pigeonhole us back in high school. We were friends with everybody, but if they if they did we'd have been the sports guys jocks we'd have been
1: preps whatever we dressed uh, nice we did we did certain things and didn't do certain things and yeah. played our sports and made good grades and
0: yeah and, the only, and, and and the only reason we dressed preppy was because we grew up with no money and by the time that happened we wanted to look nice but well that and chicks you want well nice. yeah the, the chicks Let's speaking honest of chicks, speaking of chicks, I mean, even though we were both married, it was still fun entertaining the chicks in the band, and and even now that I'm married again, and you're going to get married again, uh, it's still it's still fun to play rock and roll music it for women.
1: Oh, it was a balancing act through the years, man.
0: Oh, I know, I know. Definitely. The good
1: thing is, is I can say I did not we, falter.
0: I didn't either, but we won't put a lot of that on tape. But no, no we 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 were good no, boys. But we would ha- we
1: would have to talk about it afterwards, man. Did you see yeah. what that happened there and
0: Yeah, we yeah, we were good boys. Um had every true. had every chance in the world to not be good boys. Oh yeah. But but we were. We were good. Um okay, this is a perfect segue into favorite gigs and I've already kind of told you one of mine playing for my high school reunion weekend is there, is there a gig that's i know there's one gig robbie that stands out big time in your mind and i'm just gonna like i um, can throw a couple of gigs out. no you and, know the one that i want you to talk yes. about and i'm just gonna back away from the microphone for the next i don't know ever how long it takes for you to tell this story all
1: right but i'm going to ask you first how, how old was i turning on that gig because the gig was literally on my birthday
0: you would have been turning 30-something, right?
1: Yeah, playing like 37, 38.
0: Hang on, I can do this. I can do this backwards in my head. So I know it was before... It was...
1: Jeff was with us and Powerball was playing bass.
0: 2009. Okay. Had to be. Had to be. So you'd have been turning 35? No. twenty-two thousand nine thirty. 30- 2009?
1: We're just old. The math gets hard when you get that old.
0: Okay, you were born in 74. Yeah. 35. Yeah. Probably about right. That does sound right. But I'm. I'm and the cool thing is
1: we're, we were playing on State Street in Bristol, which Pr- is the birthplace of country music. Yeah,
0: pretty sure it was 09. So go. Yeah. Tell the story. It's great. Yeah, so yeah. We get there and... You better not miss anything because I'll correct you.
1: So we get there, get set up, and yeah, so... It's my birthday. People are bringing birthday presents.
0: Yeah, his favorite drink at the time was Jaeger. So everybody b- brought him bottles of Jaeger.
1: Yeah, and Jeff brought that. Our drummer brought the big one. I'm like.
0: The the biggest one you can buy.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's like, that's a lifetime supply. I'm like, that's a three-show supply, bro. So anyway, yeah. You thought it was a three-show. Yeah. So, you know, we get started, So and of course, everybody's like, we want to have a drink with you, and good crowd. Crowd starts filtering in, gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're right on State Street.
0: I told you I was going to step away through the microphone. You know, I'm never going to do that. No, I know. Do you remember this little nugget from that night, that the keys got locked in the van? The yes. The van van?
1: Yes, and I was out there already half lit, and I actually got the, the Beauville door open with the coat hanger.
0: Yeah, here's how drunk you were. I was the one that did it, not you.
1: Well, see, look, same difference. All one right, keep
0: us. keep going. Lots of Jaeger. Lots of Jaeger. Lots it's of a birthday. It's a know, birthday.
1: Lots of Jaeger and yeah. So at some point in between sets, I go to the bathroom, and the thing is, is we're still doing the show. We're still up there. Every song is good. Everybody's partying and ronking. But the whole time, I'm like, I am bleached. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I knew it even myself. I was like. Gotta calm down. Got, trying to talk myself out of it like I could when a biological thing had happened to me. So yeah, I'm in the bathroom. One of my buddies is up there. And we're like, you know, guys start horsing around, or whatever. And we're having a good time. I'm like, watch this, man? I don't even know why. Why do we do
0: stupid? It's like, hold my beer. It's rock and roll. It's, it's alcohol. It's just driven by every bit of all of that. So I ran
1: run toward the wall of the bathroom, jump and spin, and I'm wearing boots. You
0: went David Lee Roth. I, David Lee spin Roth. Spin kick.
1: I totally David.
0: Into the wall.
1: And, yeah, my foot buried up to my knee in the wall. It went through the sheetrock and everything. And, actually, they said you could see my leg sticking out downstairs because the bathrooms are upstairs through the wall, and it's stuck, and I'm trying to pull it back in.
0: So we get back to so I'm like You tried to play it off too, you tried to just act like it didn't happen. Well,
1: I was up there with, with old Dr. Slash Cow and he was like So we get down and, and the guy bouncer guy's like he's like he's like Were you all in the bathroom? And David's like H-? you know, you know how he was he's like he's like I ain't ratting on nobody man, you the police And I'm like David you're acting really crazy here. I'm like <laughs> I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, he's like so he's like He's like, well, you both were up there, and we suddenly have a hole in the bathroom wall. And David's like, I don't know, man. I was just in a stall. I was just in a stall using the bathroom.
0: God bless him. He was trying to cover for you. He
1: tried, and I was drunk, and I was like, I was like, no, man. I was like, I totally, David, we really lost spin, <laughs> kicked that wall. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'll pay
0: for it. Yeah. So me, you and Dad lost our pay for the night. I know.
1: Happy birthday to me.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah because no what, i just
1: remember you and dad over there talking to the owner
0: and yes yeah i was like I actually well, i
1: don't think we just launched your pay i think he actually pulled his wallet out and gave him some out of his too yeah,
0: i don't I, I all i know is we went over there and talked to the uh the owner book or whatever well, somebody and held like, me back because i was like I was it's like, just
1: a piece of sheetrock why are they having to pay so much
0: Well, yeah, i'm like and, i'll come paint it yeah me, me and dad were over there saying hey if if you'll just pay the bass player and the drummer because you know we're family and we'll take care of this so, yeah, we're so like we,
1: it's his birthday. He's thirty five, and we everybody brought him eighteen gallons of Jaeger. Yeah, we're like it could have been so much worse.
0: What's what's so great about this is you know you're 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 Team Sammy, but in reality you're David Lee Roth.
1: I know. All I needed was like a little metal stick to hit myself yeah. in the face with on live TV. We'll, little
0: throwback to our Van yes. Van Halen Van Hagar. But no, yeah. I did,
1: I did do a David Lee Roth you're, spin kick into the wall, and it literally I buried it up to my knee. I mean, I kicked it good. I snapped it off.
0: I mean, that's what Jaeger will do.
1: You know, poor old Slash Cow. He actually had to help me pull me out of the wall.
0: Slash Cow. You want to? You want to? You want to tell everybody what Slash Cow is? No,
1: man, that's that's too weird. <laughs> okay, so it's it this, comes from Cash Cow into Slash Cow. It's
0: this friend of ours, and that was his nickname. We'll just let you all wonder what does Slash Cow. Mean? Hell yeah,
1: Dad! If he ever listens.
0: Yeah. Actually, I'll I'll shoot him a message on Facebook and say if you don't listen to anything else on our podcast, you gotta listen to this because you get a shout out.
1: That's right, Dick.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. the The, the Slash Cow story is a little a little too weird for this. Yeah, like like I don't even think there's. Uh,
1: I don't even know how you would really get into. We've already action.
0: we've already talked enough for me. That to would to, turn it into another podcast. <laughs> it would, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's one of my favorite yeah. gigs. Yeah, I hope the two of you all that are listening are really wondering about Slash Cow now.
1: Yeah. Just message one of us, and we still won't tell you. Yeah. Any other gigs that stand out in your mind? Um, I loved our our first really big gig to me was our the New Year's gig that we got at the VFW in Kingsport. That was a good one. That was a good one. I think I think there were several hundred people at that one.
0: Yeah, we got paid good for that one, too. No, that was, was, that was that's
1: probably one of our biggest paydays ever. Probably yeah. like 1200 bucks or yeah. something, I think. And at that point, we were still kind of
0: a little bit green, and got it. Yeah, we were. We I remember we all wore uh, black shirts, black pants, white ties.
1: Different. No, we are actually wore different colored ties. I know.
0: I had a white tie. Yeah. I was
1: white. Me and you were white. We
0: were white. Yeah, we had white ties, and there were some red. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. There's our
1: ball and. I think Powerball and Jeff were the rhythm section and did the reds, but me and you did our whites. I don't I think, even remember what dad
0: did. He might not have wore a tie. I don't he, remember. It was dad. He didn't wear He probably a tie. didn't even he's have one. He's like, if y'all's ties.
1: He's like, yeah, I'm up here sweating and dying, boys. I can't be choked out by a tie. Shh,
0: I can hear him. He wasn't even that old back then. He was in his 50s.
1: Oh, man, he's just a kid.
0: We're almost in our 50s now. That's how long the band's been around.
1: I. Ain't, no, we started in dad's 50s.
0: 50s, and now we're almost a 50. I'm almost a 50. We started when I was 30. Yeah, well, I was thirty-two.
1: Yeah, now forty-seven and
0: forty-five.
1: Yeah, we could, but actually, we—I think we're better now than we were then at thirty.
0: Oh, I—I'll tell you what—I'm healthier, and if I might brag, I'm prettier. You play better. I play. I definitely.
1: I'm, I'm definitely look. My, so my my kids are like, you've glowed up. They're like, you're like Benjamin Button. You're going backwards. That, time. That's, yeah, goodness. that's
0: that's what my kids and and yeah, I, I, yeah, we. You know, we we were not in great shape back then either. No, but we still did it. We were fat and out of shape and uh, miserable in our lives. And the
1: women still loved us. Well, because it's rock and roll. We
0: said we weren't going to talk about any of that, but we were good.
1: We were No, we were. We brought the party.
0: And, but I'm talking about we we never faltered. We never we we never fell victim to no, uh, gosh, no. the rock and roll sex stuff. Nope. So, but we, that's probably because we were fat. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> no.
1: That didn't stop him from coming up and making an offer, but. But we
0: were, but, but you know, we, you, you're talking about the uh, Slash Cow Country Club Bar. No, that wasn't Country Club. That was Five O'Clock Bar, five o'clock Robbie's bar Birthday, David Lee Roth, Spin Kick. <laughs>
1: And I kicked the wall.
0: Yeah, the I'm lo- I'm looking on my wall here in the recording and there's studio. There's the picture of our the, the picture from there. And if you've ever seen, um, make you, sure and post that on
1: the Facebook. I'm going page to. I'm gonna. Here. I'm gonna take a. shot. That gonna, was that night right there, and I, that's our symbol in the band. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna get a shot because yeah, my my good friend Ernie Dunn, shout out to him, uh, took that picture and, and designed it for us and yeah. designed a logo that has me and Robbie in silhouette and well because
1: we were doing a really cool you were you were partying with me you're like it's your birthday man just oh no we
0: were, we were having fun but i'm looking at the picture and yeah we were fat we were not in great shape yeah but we, we we have definitely decided as we've gotten older that we're, we're going to be in better shape yeah oh yeah so
1: well plus we both got divorced and had to put ourselves back on the market it's like hey eh. Well, yeah. It's like, do I want to sell an old used piece of crap, or do I want to sell something and say, "Look, man, this thing's got
0: low miles. Look how good it looks." <laughs> well, and you know, and and we we put we put ourselves back on the market, and then somehow, some way, if 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 God's out there, or Shiva, or Cthulhu, or whoever, flying
1: spaghetti monster. M-
0: Look down upon us with with great blessings in in the two women that we found, yeah so they're 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 never going to listen to this, and this is a test, no,
1: Kelly always listens so this she's is going a to test this.
0: yeah, this is a test i think i think I think Sherry listens, but she doesn't talk to me about it, but yes we we were looked down upon or up upon if it's from hell, who knows oh. Or sideways. So Lucifer, like he's like he's like, I'm going to make a deal with you boys. Somebody said somebody out there said these these guys are going to find a couple of really great women, and we did.
1: Yeah, late in life.
0: Yep. It's
1: not that late, man. We're halfway through.
0: Because of rock and roll.
1: I know.
0: Well, I know when. That's one of one of my best memories about the band is that was a big part of me and Sherry kind of getting together and meeting and. All that kind of deal, and so I'm not going to say that the band got me my wife, but she got to come out and see some shows. And my previous know, wife never liked it. I, I guess it I, may have helped me lose her. I guess her, she liked what she saw. So
1: I hope she doesn't listen to this, but
0: <laughs> she'll never,
1: never. Well, I, we say that if
0: you do, if you do, love you.
1: Yeah, peace out.
0: <laughs> it's all good. Uh, she'll never listen. Oh, she so enjoyed a few of those shows. There were some big parties. So. And I'm leaving this in the podcast. And I hope that people who are listening or getting this humor. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I didn't. I don't want this one to be super long because I want. I want to do. Um, I do want to do another one of these, but from Dad's perspective. Yes,
1: we got it. Yes, and just really. I was going to say, let him talk, but that one might be like a four hour.
0: Well, one. we we well we talked about doing this all together, but I wanted to go ahead and throw one out with me and you, yeah. Because the lay one the groundwork, lay the groundwork, because the one we do with Dad, I I, I just want to let Dad go. Oh yeah, we're just going I to just, encourage him. I just want and to remind let,
1: him of stuff and let him go with it, because well, he'll no, tell some funny stories.
0: Well, no, I want Dad to listen to this, hear what we've talked about, and then I really want Dad to jump Bring in. His, Point and, of view. Yes, because it'll be way better than ours.
1: It will, because the band was kind of... I mean, you and I have always kind of been the ones who tried to drive the band for but the band is Dad's band. Well, the whole it's re- always been Dad's well, band. Well, the whole
0: reason... We would have never wanted to do it if our dad was not Rick Wagner. No, he he was... He's the, he, reason, we ever wanted, he's the reason we ever wanted to do it.
1: There could be... Altered State we would not have happened without him.
0: Yeah. So anyway, what I was going to say is I don't want this one to go... Too long. We're probably forty-five minutes or so in. Yeah, but
1: we'll get him in here and.
0: Yeah, I just I wanted to give people kind of a primer on being in the band, but
1: yeah, before Big Daddy Rico comes in and talks about the real deal.
0: Well, I mean, our he's a great storyteller, and he's going to tell. He I know that he can tell the story of the band better than we have done. Well,
1: he's going to tell it from what it meant to him, and we it may be he we may find out things we didn't know that. Right, but, but he may make us sit here and cry while he talks. Well, we but no,
0: but not only that, he he he's the best musician that's ever been in this band. And there have oh. been twenty musicians in our band. I mean, we've had multiple bass players, uh, multiple drummers. We've had a couple of keyboard players. I mean, and he's always, bar none, the best musician that's ever been in. Well, our he band. was like a
1: child prodigy. I mean, he's he, and I hope he'll talk about that kind of stuff, the instruments he learned on, and what his whole progression through his life how he reads music how he hears music so yeah. good when he hears he can hear stuff so good and
0: yeah he's one of those that can play by ear or he can he, read it or he can tune
1: a guitar or any instrument by ear because yeah. he can hear that the note's wrong but yeah
0: he, he he's amazing and like i said i know we had talked about doing all three of us but i did want to i did want to do something just me and you and then do one where we just kind of let Dad go. Well,
1: just well, what we're doing, we're setting it. If it's volleyball, and Dad's going to come in and spike it no, with his. I so. think,
0: I think, I think Dad's perspective and his stories will be um, something that people want to hear. And
1: he's going to throw some throw some stuff in there from back in the old days for him too, from the '60s and yeah. '70s touring and stuff. So but,
0: yeah, I think, I think, um, I think people will enjoy the history of altered state through his eyes more than they will. Ours. And plus,
1: hopefully, we'll learn something really cool. He may say something he's never said around us before. You you, never know.
0: If you put him on the spot, he almost always does, so I'm sure that'll happen. Well,
1: because he wants to perform. He's a performer. That's why he likes the music, man. He likes to stand up there and make people feel good with the performance.
0: So the last thing I want to talk about then um, is... uh, I don't know how to do this. Oh, yeah. Songs? I will give you... You two, had, two, two of your favorite songs we've done
1: that I just really love doing, is and and
0: we've we've not planned this out. I know. You look at my no, I'm notes. just sitting here. I'm looking at you. I'm no, you're here. looking at my notes. All it says is favorite songs. I know. So you're going to go first. Okay, cool. And so we're going to do we're going to do two do two songs each. Okay. All right. That's and,
1: out of and folks, we're talking about it, through the over 50 years, years we years. we probably we've probably learned literally
0: 125 songs. Oh, uh, more or than more. Bl- yeah, trust me, it's more stuff than that, that
1: never even made it out of the practice room. All right,
0: my first one is easy. Has pe- to have been played live. Easy peasy. Has to have been played live. That okay. is the rule. Um, and you're going to be mad because I you're stealing one of my. I, I probably are stealing. Uh, yes, I'm probably stealing. But uh, hungry like the wolf.
1: Damn it! It was
0: Duran Duran. That's my favorite song that we've ever done, and here's why: we, we, most of the time we've never had a keyboard player, and. When we did have a keyboard player, he's never going to listen to this. And if he does, he can be mad. I don't care. He, he played piano on it. He didn't he play didn't, synth. He yeah. didn't. He, he didn't, didn't mean, bring the Nick Rhodes to yeah. it. He's never going to hear this. If he does, like I said, don't care. Do. Um, absolutely, my top number one favorite because we where, made it work. Where we are uh, uh, in East Tennessee, nobody else was playing it. Nobody. We we. And
1: it's funny after we had done it a few times, there a couple other, bands other that started doing yes, it. Yes, they did. Of
0: course they did. And they used my arrangement, and that's yeah, the other thing.
1: That's what they always did.
0: Another reason I, that's my favorite, one of my favorites, is because we made it work, and it was my arrangement. And then when I heard these other two bands do it, they did, they did my arrangement yeah. because they were at our shows, which is fine. I'm cool with that. The more hey, dur- we
1: inspired somebody.
0: The more Duran Duran music that there is out there, the better. Um, by the way, we're going to do an album by album somewhere way down the road. Oh, we three, we have yeah, we're going to do one. But yeah, if the more Duran Duran, the better. But um, yeah, it. I know that it worked. And it worked well because people always enjoyed it. We did our best to make it sound like what it needed to sound like. And yeah, other people use the arrangement. So that's my first favorite song.
1: I'm going to take it way, way back. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's rewind.
0: Is it something we've not done in a while?
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to go with... uh, And now, if I had to do it, I would kill myself, (laughs) self-harm. But then, early on... And I'm, I'm putting myself back to that point in time. Some kind of wonderful...
0: Man, I'm going to tell you what. That is a good pick because that was one that we, we definitely altered. It People was, went nuts when we played that. They did. And 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 that is one of those songs that we kept the melody, but...
1: But we let Dad go off the rails on it.
0: Dad created this whole Dad new... Dad did
1: it. No, that song was Dad. He it made was like it that a, way.
0: It was like a whole new riff.
1: Oh, no. He, he threw in all the effects and pedal crap and... And people would not stop dancing. They would get sad when the song stopped. And that's after we did like an eight-minute version of it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, yeah, I went old school on you. That was like sec- First, the end of the first year, second year of the band.
0: No, nah, dude, that's that, that's like a sick pick because I agree.
1: Yeah, so. Looking back, that's one. a good
0: one. So, All right, so it's up to me now. Okay, so for my second pick.
1: I'm actually kind of excited to hear this because we've not discussed this.
0: No, this is totally off the cuff. And i I just yeah. actually, actually, most of this in, I went from in, the
1: heart on mine.
0: So. This, this entire podcast has been uh, totally off the off cuff. the cuff. Yeah. We've, we've got bullet points and we filled them in as we talked.
1: Yeah, but we've talked a lot for the small bullet points there. But
0: yeah, and and maybe somebody that's will enjoy what we do.
1: It. We're narrators, like that. We can't yeah. help it.
0: I hope people like it. But my second pick is so easy for me. It, it it could have been my first pick, but you know why it wasn't? So you couldn't pick Hungry Like the Wolf. I was song blocking on you there. Yeah. If if I'd have waited, you'd have picked Hungry Like the Wolf first, wouldn't
1: no, I? No, when, when I saw the bullet point, that was like going to be my first. Yeah. So so, so, then, su- so then I just backed up and pun. So,
0: so my second one is Stone in Love by Journey. Yeah. It's another good and, one. And, and here's why. Uh, growing up, that was one of my favorite songs ever, even though it wasn't a big Journey hit. Um, but you know, Dad bought, and and again, this is in the vein of audio Uh When Dad bought us albums, every other, you know, every third month, me and you is that and on Rachel. Escape? Yeah, and I've still got, I've still got that. Yeah, it's got the cool alien thing on the front. Yeah, I've got the original pressing that he bought me. Still, it's in great condition. And "Stone in Love" was always my favorite. Just do it, bah, bah, you know. And
1: I always loved seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I really had to, like, you had to pull it from the bottom of your nutsack. I love But
0: it. the biggest reason that it's my in my favorites is because it's the first song that... That you I, soloed on it. I actually learned the solo for
1: it. You soloed on it. That was literally was the first song you ever sold actually
0: first them. and just about only i mean there were other songs where
1: not like you too you carry our whole youtube song with all your that's stuff true. that's yeah. that's, that's, your that, solo, that's true you're soloing all the way through that
0: but. that's true with or without you could have been in, in this that'll, no, be because, my, yeah, that'll be my that'll be my third drive that
1: song for and people love it all, that'll be my that'll way. be my my
0: third honorable yeah. mention because, because
1: yeah you kill that one well and you I'd, get the whole sound
0: yeah yeah i got i got the edge sound in there because i worked for months we'll sp- call you the Reg. yeah but yeah, Stone in Love because first of all, I grew up loving that song. I've loved it since I got the album, and you know. And hopefully, people will listen to
1: this and they'll go listen to Stone 11 Love, and that's Richie at the end when we did. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, every, everything at the end. I, that's Richie. Yeah. I I sat for days and weeks and finger learned, picked it out and then learned how to play that because I'm not a I'm, I am not a lead guitar player.
1: No, but on that one you were. I remember the first time we ever did it live, I was like, "This is badass."
0: Yeah, so that's my number two. But we were good at it. Yep.
1: So I'm gonna, I have a number two, but I'm gonna divide it.
0: You always do this shit,
1: dude. Out of 175 <laughs> songs, I get you two.
0: all. You all. You're you're the king of like extra and honorable mention.
1: Well, because man, that's life.
0: That's fine.
1: So another one bites the dust, and then the other one for me. Another one by Sedust is just more because we've had a lot of really cool situations out of that song, and plus we do it different than Queen ever um, did it. And then my, uh, let me go ahead and just say, put my other one out there. I think we learned it like at the end of our like our second full year, and of course it became a, like a, kind of our anthem that we had to always do. Is
0: it the song that ended every show? Yes, AC/DC shook me all night long.
1: Yeah, and people. Man, we had so many people go bananas, and people would start chanting when they knew the end of the show was coming for that. So. But yeah,
0: it, it it became a signature, really.
1: No, if we were to go play tomorrow, we'd have to do it at the end of the show.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, and plus, a- it's
1: just fun. I know it's always
0: coming, and and plus,
1: we 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 got really good at dragging it out and just making people go bananas. No, so. that's
0: a great pick, but that's also one of the songs that we 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 we. we um, and, and and kudos to you on the vocals uh, well, then on We were this. like can
1: we do this or not And I remember I was scared the first time we ever were going to do it And we ended the show with it And people went crazy like, That was unbelievable But that's
0: one of the songs where we played it exactly Exactly like the original band No
1: I'm That's why I'm like save it for the end Because I'm going to give everything left we, in my voice for it Because when we
0: did it you, you did a great Brian Johnson Dad played note for note what Angus was playing. No, he. Yeah, that's where he. Like we just did. I it. played exactly what Malcolm played, yeah. and whoever was playing bass or drums, fell in, and and played. Followed our lead. It it was <laughs> it was always, it, it, it was a uh, ACDC tribute band yes. level. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Which we did back in black almost that good at one point too. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we we could have done. I, we We could do an AC, DC tribute band. Oh, we easily. Could. Yeah. We could do that.
1: But yeah. But anyway, the whole another one about the desk. Dad made it um, like a totally avant-garde thing. And I just remember Tom Bettini playing. Anytime we well, Tom, Tom B- was show a show, he'd be, like, he'd be like, can I come up there and play on that one with your dad? Yeah, yeah. And they
0: would just like. I remember the first time Tom heard us play it. He was like, what in and, the world are y'all doing? Yeah, this is Tom Bettini, who was the bass player in Jackal. Yeah. And who would come up? He's he's from around here. He's a friend of our dad. Good friend of our dad's. Very and
1: he, li- very much likes our dad.
0: Yes, and and he would come up and, and play a, a song or two with us. And he'd
1: flip he'd flip our right-handed bass player's bass over because he's left-handed. That's how he play played it upside down. Yeah, that's yeah. how he played anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah like Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Yeah, he played his bass that's how upside he did down. It. Yeah, but um, I remember the very first time he heard it. And we'd come off stage for a break, and he he comes up to me and because he knows that i arranged everything he knew that i was the arranger um and he was like rich dude how did you come up with this crazy avant-garde prog rock version of another one Dust, a disco song like another one bites the dust and i was like well you know it's a great beat uh, it's not one of my favorite songs, and so I had to change Definitely it. Definitely not one of my favorite Queen songs, but no. we made it something else. No, I had I was like I had to keep I had to keep the beat and the the like the bones of the song, but then I wanted Dad to do this other thing. Now the bass player was always playing the bass. Yes, always playing the the John Deacon part. But then we added Dad's guitar and my guitar, well, as long as I could stay up there, because I would usually go out in the crowd and get everybody dancing. Well, because
1: we had people line dance to that. We had so many crazy things happen. And I would just, like, I would get through the verses. I would get through the courses. And then I'm like, I want to get off the stage. That was what I was always thinking. I'm like, I'm getting off the stage, going out there with you.
0: We never played that less than 10 minutes, because people would really, really respond and dance. Yeah. Like, everybody in the place, whether it was a VFW with old people, or a bar with all young people, they hear that beat, they hear that bass line, packed, and, and they're automatically going to dance. Yeah. But I just, I wanted to do something more because, you know, we're not playing for a record like Queen was. We're no. Not, we're not playing to get on the pop charts, and we're not doing any of that. So I was like, well, you know what? There's not a ton of... You know, there's a little guitar in the original. It was like, you know what? Let's put, let's put a lot of guitar in it. And you know what? I... We've got a video of us playing that, maybe I'll try and post it. That was our big New Year's Eve gig,
1: and there's like literally a hundred people lined yeah. up on the floor, and we're walking through the crowd, videoing it. You know. I'll
0: try to go find that, and maybe post it with this episode, both at um, on Facebook and over on Podbean, so that people can maybe you see you can still and tell it was it.
1: another one by Seduce, but it was a totally different song. Oh we yeah, did. it
0: was. Yeah, uh, D- Dad just really went crazy on that yeah. one. And and in, a, in in the best way possible. So there
1: you go, man. I picked some good songs. There. You did. You did. For the moment,
0: you did good. Um, I, I'll let you go first. We're gonna do one each most hated song we've ever done. I'm gonna let you go first because if I don't, we're gonna pick the same song.
1: Phony baloney, moaning moaning. There you go. That's a love hate.
0: That is a love hate, but it is a hate.
1: Yeah. No, it's a suck.
0: Um. Yeah. Even just, though just, just to be clear It was Billy Idol's Moany Moany
1: Yeah People love it Don't get me wrong but
0: Every time I would Call that one out Rob, Robbie it. would look at me With hate in his eyes But I would say But then what would I do Trust did? me Trust me This is the point in the show Where these people Are on the edge They're ready to let go Let's do it And of course
1: Hey I sold it like a funeral pot Like I was working At the funeral home
0: No you You really did you would go out in the crowd with the wireless mic, and you'd get yeah. people hyped up. But th- that's the only way you can get through it. I mean, no,
1: you had. I'm like, I need some of y'all's energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Would, definitely, we were feeding yeah, on no, the crowd. Cause no,
1: like, you make me feel like I die. I didn't want to be that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I shouldn't have let you go first because now I've got to think about one.
1: Well, I could think of some other stinkers, too. But.
0: Well, I mean, thinkers
1: for us, not necessarily. We, we always. Tried to be very well we were
0: strategic about what we would do I mean we were we were, we were trying to do things to, 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 to make people happy yeah um, sometimes to own detriment.
1: yeah
0: I mean sometimes we probably should have stuck more songs out there for us that we could do well and use those to the bring display our bring, energy bring and what not only that on but again. we could we could have brought people along with us yeah. but they trusted us um, all right so I got to think of one really Really fast, um, sharp dressed man. Yeah, and and one of the reasons uh, I, I hated that song was it because of the way that I had to play it on rhythm. It, it always made my my wrist. And and my hand hurt because it, it was, gave you that mandible claw. It was thing. so many, it, yeah. It's it, it was so many bar, bum, bum, bum. Was so many bar chords. Bum, bum, bum. And, and and people loved it, and so we'd had to play it forever. And so by the Same. end of the song, yeah, Dad. Um, but again, it was like Moni Money. Yeah. It was we hated we it, hated it and they loved it. it. And that's that's kind of what that's I mean, kind Tell of what happens to when you're a cover band.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good way to end this one. That's it what it happens when you're in a cover band. Yes. You love it and you hate it sometimes.
0: Yeah. 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 So what we're going to do then is we're going to do a part two on this. I don't yeah. know how far down the line it's going to be because um, we've got some other stuff in the works, but we're going to do a part two and it'll be mostly from our dad's We'll bring in the master of the Stratocaster on that one. Yeah. I, I want, I want him to tell his stories. Um, because they'll be different than ours. Yeah. And probably more interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, I don't doubt that a bit. So, anyway, no. this has been fun. Yes, sir. Enjoyed I'm, it. I'm, I'm glad we kind of finally sat around and talked about the band a little bit. Yeah, we've never done this hopefully, at this point. Hopefully, after we do it with Dad, the next time we talk about it will be like a new era where we're yeah. out there playing again. Cause, yeah. Hey,
1: we just did our first new show. Yeah,
0: Yeah, right. I mean, part of... Part of the reason for us even coming up and doing this podcast is because we were missing music so much.
1: And to push us. It's a good thing to push
0: us. It does. Because it, 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 yeah, the more you think about and listen to music, the more you want to go play it if you play. Then
1: when we get antsy, we get back into the studio there in the practice room.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that that's, that's coming soon as well. So, anyway, so before we go um a couple more things we have coming up um we're going to do some more 10 questions i did one with brianna and it was it was half quiz half opinion um but rob and i are going to do one i'm going to do an episode where i give robbie 10 questions no quiz all all opinion all um by audio audio audiobiography if you will and then he's going to return the favor and, and give me 10 um Could after interesting. After that, we're going to do... Um, I'm not going to give it away, but we're going to do an album by album f- with one of our favorite bands, um, which will yeah. be... I don't know. What is that? Um, I don't know. It'll be about a six, seven album run. Yeah. With this band, we're not going to go... We're not going to go all the way through because there's a point where we both kind of drop off. i say off. five. Yeah,
1: let's see... Uh, one, two, three,
0: four, five, maybe six. If we get into that one, yeah. that I don't know if I want to get into. Right. And then, then there's another band that we're going to do the same thing with. Oh yeah, that one's going to be even easier. But along the way, we're going to throw in some one-offs and some um, special episodes. Um, I've got an I've got an episode coming up with both of my daughters very soon. I've got to catch up It's some modern music that I've just learned about that they love that I actually know that I like. Just
1: keeping yourself relevant, there, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean everybody should. Otherwise, you turn into that get off my lawn guy. You know? Exactly. I'm the same way. I listen to anything. Now if it want, sucks, I'll say it sucks. I but, yeah, I don't want to be that dude. So. No. But uh, yeah, we
1: not be Rich Eastwood from Gran Torino. Now,
0: now that we're finally back, we've we've got some stuff that we're we're going to try and throw out a lot over the next yeah. few months, and hopefully into the fall you'll have plenty to listen to and I, you know I was hoping that we were going to have enough content and be far enough along that we could go to the uh, um, expo in Nashville as a podcast this August but that's that's not going to happen this year but maybe next year so the, yeah, the the and Pods Expo maybe if it's still still going strong next year we'll be there. Uh, recording so. hey, anyway I've got I've got really big plans, and I hate that we've had to take a couple of months off but you know live. it's good it to means. be back though this has been fun yeah so next time we'll see you with uh, 10 questions Rob be ready adios alright this has been Audiobiography the podcast you can uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter and all the internets check us out Watch for new episodes, because they're coming. Peace.